To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Please stand clear of the doors. For favor, Hello and welcome to Miles from Main Street, your far from Disney podcast. My name is Mikhailo. And I'm Brian. And we're here to talk about Disney World. But especially coping away from Disney. Which we know a lot about being from the Midwest. Today we have Tatiana Lubov from Disney's national tour of Frozen. Tatiana just so happens to be my sister, Tatiana Neherniak. Today, we're going to ask her a couple questions about what it's like to be a Disney cast member and, and kind of her backstory as how she got into musical theater and her journey to the Frozen National Tour. How's it going, Tatiana? Good, good. How are you guys? Doing well, doing well. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. Uh, so, a couple initial questions. You are for load from work, correct? Yes, that is correct. And uh, where, did, where did your tour officially end? Uh, when, when did they actually shut down the tour? So it was pretty short-lived, unfortunately. We opened in LA and we were there for two months. And then for a month, we were in Seattle, Washington. And then where we left the tour, where it was announced March 13th, it, it was postponed, um, was Portland, Oregon. And we were there for about two and a half weeks. So it was a pretty short run of the, <laughs> of the beginning of the tour. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Um, so Frozen, you being your brother, I know, I know your history, but um, <laughs> you were also Cinderella on the national uh, tour of Cinderella, and that was the Rogers and Harrisons, uh Cinderella, not the Disney Cinderella. Yes, unfortunately, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but why don't you just uh, tell us your your theater background and kind of how you how you got into it and um, your journey uh, trying to find jobs and stuff like that and the things that you've done. Yeah, I don't know how much you've talked about our family's background, but we, Kylo and I come from a very musical family. So if I wouldn't have gone into something musical or any of us, uh, me or Kylo or our younger brother, Andre, that would have been weird. So if we would have gone to school to be a dentist, people probably would have questioned that. (laughs) (laughs) So that being said, I got a um, degree in theater uh, from the University of Wisconsin Stevens Point. And randomly as well, a minor in anthropology. (laughs) Um, And then from there, I worked a summer stock gig in center level, Maine, middle of nowhere. But oddly enough, it's uh, Lake Keezer is where we had this summer stock gig. And that is the same lake that Stephen King and his son live on. So fun fact. Um, And then from there, I moved out to New York City. And I was working jobs as a cater waiter and baby, I was nannying. And one of my jobs was uh, actually dressing up as Disney princesses. And we would, uh, the, the actors would go to like K 
kids' birthday parties and we would go like I dressed up as Elsa and Cinderella both during that and we would just sing sing songs with kids on their birthdays and <laughs> so those were my survival jobs while I was auditioning. And then my first professional gig that I got was um, the role of Cinderella or Ella, as it is in the musical, the stage version. And so I did the national tour of, well, the North American tour of Cinderella because we traveled in um, Canada for a little bit. So I did that and then moved back to New York when I felt it was time to depart that show and luckily got hired from a Disney theatrical group to be a part of uh, the national tour of Frozen. So yeah, that's my uh, theatrical background leading up to now. Awesome. Yeah, that's so cool. Uh, I've never, I don't think I've ever actually asked you this question, uh, but when you were, when you were auditioning um, for Frozen, uh, I know you, you kind of kept that under wraps um, and then you kind of like, told the family uh when it was official uh but when that was happening was that something where like you just kind of like showed up to that audition or did anybody kind of like point you in the direction of going to this audition and like like were were you found or did did you just like end up showing up to the audition yeah that's a good question and i think everyone with their auditions and how they get certain gigs i think it's very different for everyone but for both of my shows that, for both of my roles that I've played, it's been a combination of luck, I think, plus determination, talent, whatever you want to call it. But luck definitely played a huge part of it. All of the, for Frozen, all of the audition slots for this specific role that I am playing on the tour, um, all of these audition slots online were taken up. And so I was, I think I was, this was when I was a server at a brewery in Brooklyn. So while I was hosting there, I was sneaking my phone out um, at the host station and constantly checking to see if there were any openings, if someone canceled their audition. And luckily I, someone dropped there. So someone was kind enough to say, oh, I can't make this. So I should probably remove myself from this audition slot and I immediately selected it and obtained an audition slot and went out that afternoon because I was working in the morning went out that afternoon and auditioned for the first round of Frozen so I was not expecting to get the audition and then from there because it was very specific to what my voice type is so very high soprano i can even though my speaking voice doesn't sound like it i feel like i'm speaking pretty low right now <laughs> my um singing voice i'm typically in chorus a uh, high soprano and so that's what they needed as well as someone who could sing cover uh the role of the queen so elsa and anna's mom so if the woman who's playing the queen is sick or calls out of a show um i have the potential to go in and play that role so you have to be able to sing both parts so luckily it was in my niche that i could do both of those things yeah very cool uh i i kind of going back to cinderella uh which you had the the leading role in that um i remember at one point you and i talking and uh i know it was kind of a dream of yours to become a disney princess in the parks 
but mm-hmm. your your height. I don't I don't think you're you're not quite tall enough. No, I am. I I'm isn't it five five and up or five five to five nine? Nope, five four to five nine is okay. the height. So I'm five seven. So I am like perfectly <laughs> in that. And oh well, there Cinderella. you go. Yeah, yeah, it's Cinderella who I wanted to play too. And I think before I was auditioning, that was something I was considering was moving down to Florida and working as a character performer because I I think I knew some people who had done that. I knew an Aladdin for sure. I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm able to disclose names. I don't think I am. Um, <laughs> and then I knew um, a Prince Charming as well. And they both really love their times, their time working at the parks. Yeah. And I mean, you kind of bypassed that and just became Cinderella on, on a national tour. So that's pretty cool yeah, too. I <laughs> yeah. So um, while you were in California, cause the, the tour started in California, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, for Frozen, um, did you, did you get any special deals or anything like that for um, going into Disneyland? Yeah, we actually had a day where we were allowed to use one free um, park hopper so we could go to both parks, uh, which was really cool. And we also get a, I don't know what the exact discount is, but you do get not a character performer discount, but a, I think they call it a cast member discount. So I, you just look up my company uh member number and they can apply it cool yeah do you you remember what the percentage was yeah i don't know i think it's uh, i I think it's either 10 or 20 okay i want to say i think it's 20 i think it's 20 i think it's the same as my uh disney debit card which is 20 (laughs) okay (laughs) guess i didn't have to get that That's cool. I know. I know. I when I went to go see you uh, in California, and then also have my high school march in the Rose Parade. I was able to get out to Disneyland. It was very cool. Uh, I didn't yeah. get to go to both parks though, so I was kind of sad about that. Yeah, we'll have to go back. Yeah. When it's open, when it's safe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brian, do you have anything? Well, the one thing that we had been talking about. Um, you are considered a full-fledged cast member, correct? Mm-hmm. So we were curious if you had gone through trad- traditions, which is the cast member history program, for those of you who don't know. Oh. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> then maybe I'm not a cast member, technically. Well, and we didn't know if if the performers in, in this case would go through that. So oh, okay. I think it's only like a four hour program at this point. It used to be like a three day thing that a cast member would oh, have to sit through. Yeah. We did this online. Is it like, um, yeah, it was, we got like a sign. It was almost like homework that we had to do. <laughs> um, okay. That could be what it is. I'm trying to remember that. That was so long ago. And I'm now remembering everyone like talking about it. (laughs) Some people (laughs) complaining. (laughs) But yeah, maybe that's what it was. So it wasn't a very memorable event then, I guess. (laughs) No, I, and, and I could also be thinking of 
it could have been just like safety training that we were doing, which doesn't sound like a fun tradition, but we'd also had, but maybe it's different because Disney owns a lot of, it's a giant umbrella over a bunch of different corporations that are all mm-hmm. connected together. And Disney theatrical group could be its own kind of segment. So it's possible that I'm not technically considered a cast member, but I'm just going to well, say that I am. <laughs> I think we should definitely. Well, you're you're a member of the cast of Frozen, yes. so <laughs> yeah, so I'm a member so of a the cast. cast. Member. Yeah. <laughs> so when you were on tour, what what was a typical day like? Well, it depends on if you're in a city early on, which that's kind of what I remember is we were still very fresh on tour. So we had a lot of rehearsals that we were doing. So anytime you come into a new theater, a new space, you will have to do spacing rehearsals and um, mic checks and all that stuff. So typically in the beginning of your visits in cities, it's, pre- it's a little hectic. Um, but then once you get past the first week of when you're in a city, you have pretty much the entire morning and early afternoon to explore wherever you are. So in Los Angeles, that was pretty cool because we stayed right in Hollywood, um, which definitely is not what you think it's going to be like. It's it's, that the stars are still there on the sidewalk and everything. Um, But when nothing's going on during the day so it's kind of like a ghost town until the shows start so we would leave hollywood to explore (laughs) um (laughs) los angeles but yeah it's great since uh this is the first national tour that i'm on for frozen we have um longer sit downs which is wonderful because then you really do get to immerse yourself in in the city that you're living in but um, when I was on Cinderella, I think it was the it was the second national tour. So a lot of the big cities have were already hit, um, and so you didn't like the longest. I think we stayed somewhere was two weeks. So it's a little difficult to explore where you're staying. You really kind of just want to go back to your hotel room or your Airbnb and recuperate, eat, sleep, and then go back to the theater. <laughs> So it kind of varies on what kind of production you're on. But yeah, for Frozen, I definitely had more time to explore. I did a lot of hiking, which was fun with cast members to hike through the Hollywood Hills. That was fun. So did you get a chance to star as the queen when you were on still on tour? Yes, I did. And it was a super wonderful moment because my friends my high school friends and my boyfriend had flown out to seattle because i think my friends know someone there or they've always wanted to go to seattle and um one of the two but that's where we all met up and it was really fun to reconnect with friends but then it just so happened that that's when i debuted as the queen so that was really awesome that they got to see that That'd be exciting. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I I only ever got to see you once. 
uh, and that was in California. And so it was really cool to see you in California. And um, I, that the first, that's the first time I had ever been to California. So it was very cool. Um, and I remember you playing in Cinderella and I saw you maybe like <laughs> probably like seven or eight times. Uh, and it was <laughs> very cool just because um, you actually came pretty close a couple of times. You came to my college once. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and so I, I'm, I'm kind of missing that. I'm, I'm missing being able to come out and see you perform. Um, I think we were, we were planning on going to see you in Minnesota at one point, but. Yeah. Minneapolis was supposed to be in May. Our mom saw Cinderella 19 times. So she is in the same boat as you as missing out on missing out on performances. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So uh, we're going to kind of transition from your theater days into your Disney fandom. Um, oh, good. Yeah. Tatiana <laughs> is my sister. I think I've said that en- uh, enough times. And uh, I'm a humongous Disney nerd, hence the Disney podcast that I'm recording currently. <laughs> and uh, I, thought it was, I thought it was great that Tatiana kind of adopted this Disney fandom with me. I feel like out of our whole family, I was kind of the first one to really like jump headfirst into it. Um, but eventually, both my sister and my brother kind of adopted the Disney Disney fandom and Disney nerd culture uh, that I have. And uh, one thing I think I've said this before, Tatiana, is that, uh, and, I, and I've said it before on this podcast, is um, there there was a moment on um, Splash Mountain at one point at one of our Disney Disney vacations that we were all just kind of like psyched about being there and like super excited about, about everything. And that's kind of like when I realized that like both you and Andre were in the same boat. I'm doing air quotes right now because it's, it's a boat ride (laughs) (laughs) just in the, in the same boat as I was with, with your Disney fandom. And that was really special to me. Um, And so it, it, it's really great to have two people that you're so close with be, uh, into this same thing. Yeah, for sure. I have a big smile on my face right now, just thinking about Disney <laughs> in that moment too. Cause I, I think I remember it. I at least remember the trip. Was it the time that we got in, um, to magic kingdom when we didn't think we would? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Was, and, and we just ran, we ran to splash mountain cause we were all so excited. You may have not been able to tell, but I had tears in my eyes, but Splash Mountain <laughs> may have covered that up. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it's it's just really great to have to have that to share with you uh as a sister. Um uh, but go ahead and talk about um how you feel about it. I don't think I've ever actually talked to you about kind of when this started and and how you got into it and kind of some of the things that you love about Disney and kind of what keeps you coming back. Yeah, I mean, our family, we used to have, our grandparents used to live down in Florida. So I feel like we went a lot whenever we would go down and visit them. Um, Grandpa was Ukrainian. And so he had a little Ukrainian community that he lived with in in Florida for a while there. Um, But I, I think probably just because we went and visited it so many times and I could see how much joy it brought you 
And that's just very infectious in Disney, I think. Um, but then not just visiting the parks. Uh, it was a big part of my childhood. I have so many memories of Disney Channel original movies and even Stevens and That's So Raven. Like, I remember we had this little white TV in the kitchen that would like, it was connected to the bottom of our cabinets and I would eat my cereal and just sit with like my eyes glued to that TV, like watching Raven have a vision about the future and go through crazy scenarios to try and prevent it. Um, so I think it just was a big part of my childhood and growing up and now it's my job kind of, <laughs> which is great. So, yeah. So what's your favorite park? This wouldn't be a, a Disney World interview without, without asking what your favorite park is. Yeah. I am going to have to say Magic Kingdom. Mm. I feel like that's the easy answer to, to give, but <laughs> it's the one, so much of Disney is nostalgic for me. And of all of the parks, that one is, is hits home for nostalgia. Just immediately brings back all of those wonderful memories and cultivates new ones. Mm -hmm. So what types of things interest you within Magic Kingdom or just within the fandom itself that you really kind of zone in on? Yeah, I mean, the castle for sure. Um, and then right when you walk in, just walking down Main Street, that's always a really wonderful moment. Um, it's a just a great walkway to bring you into all the rides and fun and everything. And I think there are more character performers too that gravitate in in Magic Kingdom, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. um, that could that could be wrong, but maybe I'm making that up. But that's just how I remember it. So I love that too. I never, we were never really into like stop. And maybe we were, I think we were when we were younger, but we were never really into stopping and taking pictures and getting autographs. But I would always, if we were like running to one fast pass to a, a different ride, seeing a character and be like, oh, there's Mary Poppins. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And yeah. some of my favorite rides are in Magic Kingdom too. So what would be your favorite ride at Magic Kingdom or, or at Disney World in general? Tower of Terror, I would yes. say. Yes. Because that <laughs> it just encompasses everything I love. Like, I am, I'm a pretty spooky, spooky person. <laughs> I love, I love horror movies and Halloween. And so, and I loved Tower of Terror. Like, we would watch that movie, I feel like, on repeat growing up. Oh yeah, and so the, it just income, yeah, and it's pretty close with haunted mansion, like that. I was thinking about that today. I was like, oh, which one? If I get asked this, which one am I going to say? <laughs> but I'm going to go with Tower of Terror. Yeah, your your honestly, your your answers are pretty on point with with my answers too. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> So I, uh, I remember cruising Facebook one time and you guys were on a trip and your dad posted being at Disney World with Mikhailo is like having your own tour guide. 
So, That's true. So is he a pain in the butt to be on a trip with or? Oh, no. I would say the opposite. <laughs> it's wonderful because you, you don't have to plan anything out on your part. And I put all of my faith and trust in Kylo when, he, when he's making these plans. Because probably because he's instilled in me all the things that I love about Disney because it's what he loves. So obviously I'm going to be down to do whatever he wants, (laughs) what he wants to do. So no, I wouldn't say, I don't think we've ever argued about where we're going to go or anything. It's just, I'm along for the ride. (laughs) Amazing. That's that's so funny. I think when I, when I think of, cause, cause this actually comes up a lot with, with Disney and people who don't really plan and and people end up arguing about things they want to do. And, and I tend to think about the things that, um, we as a family have argued about and it's mainly just mom stopping us to take I pictures. <laughs> Which I like think about that. I revisit that in my head of like, we should have just stopped and taken I know. pictures before the poor woman. Terrible. <laughs> and we have uh-huh. so many pictures of us in ponchos like not smiling. <laughs> it was like raining and mom's like, just take a picture in front of Mount Everest. <laughs> that's yeah <laughs> there was uh there was one time um there was one time that we went we went to epcot just me tatiana and andre and mom and dad stayed stayed home stayed back at the hotel Aww. and <laughs> we were laughing because we would stop and take pictures and we would be like oh we should do this for mom or like and we were doing it in, in like a like a like a weird way so yeah, yeah, I remember that. There was like a there was Cinderella was in a fountain or there's a fountain that has Cinderella in it. And I remember posing next to her and that was Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. One of our weird <laughs> for you, mom. <laughs> so this podcast is uh mainly about like our our main objectives to kind of go over the things that you need to do. It uh to go over coping strategies for being away from Disney world. Um, being from the mid Midwest and being in the, the center of the country, we can't really get out there as much as we would like. So Tatiana, what are some things that you like to do to kind of keep the Disney spirit alive and cope with not being able to go to Disney world as much as you would like? I think Disney plus has been a wonderful coping mechanism. They really set that up for us, which mm-hmm. I'm grateful for. Um, and like I said before, I, I grew up with all those Disney Channel original movies that I adore so much um, and TV series as well. And like there was, a, there was a point in time where Kylo and I were watching So Weird. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that was so awesome like i haven't gone back and watched them forever and you know how hard it used to be to find those episodes when we didn't have disney plus like they just make it so easy to be immersed in in disney magic when when we're so far away from the park so i definitely that um and actually because i'm a disney and i don't know if you wanted to touch on this later but because I'm a Disney employee, that means that I have the ability to further my education through the Disney Aspire program. 
And so I suppose another coping mechanism is that I'm distracting myself with schoolwork. So I am working to get uh, my master's thanks to Disney. I'm under the University of Florida, which has been been really strange being back in school (laughs) um especially after getting a theater degree it's just very very different but it's great it's challenging which is good um so yeah i guess my answers there would be um disney plus watching all the throwbacks and everything i love and then distractions (laughs) (laughs) literal distractions yeah i i not that I completely forgot about that, but um, that is another really cool thing that, that Disney is actually paying for your education. Um, and is that, that's not just a Disney theatrical thing. Is that, no. is that everybody, like everybody in the, yeah. like all, all the way down to like people who like skippers on Jungle Cruise? Yeah, that it actually was offered to them first. So it, was a program that was tailored for um, park workers and not even, Mm. it was only Florida um, Disney World park workers. And so it was offered to them and then they saw such wonderful success rates. And so they then offered it to, I believe the next wave was um, California Disneyland residents were then able to um, further their education as well. And then they expanded to more schools than just University of Florida. Um, And then they expanded it to the entire Disney umbrella, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. It's great to hear they're still doing that with all the other issues they're having. So Mm -hmm. Yeah, and for me, it... I hope there are a lot of people taking advantage of that right now, especially if they're not working due to COVID. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely a, a really awesome outlet that, that Disney has given people to be able to go in, go in further themselves. And especially right now yeah. with, with COVID and everything. So one thing we didn't touch on is, um, Mm-hmm. What are you doing to fill your time other than school right now? I mean, I saw a lot of school. I took a lot of credits <laughs> this <laughs> semester. <laughs> um, but actually, other than that, I'm getting my uh, yoga teacher training certification. So that's the one plus of being able to um, delve into other hobbies. That's the one plus of being furloughed. So. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and look into my crystal ball, um, and pretend like I was like I'm not your brother, administering mm-hmm. in, an interview. And uh, do you have any animals in your life? I do. <laughs> I have my. I think she's still considered a kitten. Yeah. yeah, definitely. She she's almost six months. Maybe not even five months yet. But a beautiful, magical black kitten, <laughs> and her name is Marceline. And she's been a wonderful, wonderful crutch during <laughs> this <laughs> pandemic as well. So I thank her. And I thank the farm cat that uh, had kittens on my boyfriend's land. 
<laughs> I remember when I remember when Tatiana first she was kind of trying to figure out a name uh, for Marceline, and uh, it was like Gigi and Marceline, and those were the those were the names that she had. And when she first brought up Marceline, I was like, "Oh yeah, I love Marceline." And uh, Tatiana loved Marceline too, but we we loved them for different reasons. The reason I loved Marceline was Marceline, Missouri, where Walt Disney grew up. And Tatiana's reasoning behind Marceline was, isn't it like a vampire from a from a cartoon? <laughs> <laughs> Not just any cartoon, Adventure Time. <laughs> but yes, a cartoon. Um, she is Marceline the Vampire Queen. <laughs> so that's who she's named after. More of my spooky background <laughs> coming out there. <laughs> yeah. I'll just Very keep cool. thinking that you named it for Walt. Exactly. Yeah. I know. I was like, is Kylo <laughs> going to give that reason or is he going to be like, oh, Disney? <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, thank you, Tatiana, for tuning in and uh letting us interview you tonight yeah absolutely thanks for having me this was really fun yeah this definitely. is really great yeah good luck in the future with your uh theatrical endeavors i'm sure you're you're immensely talented and so i'm sure well, you'll you'll have no you problem. have to say that you're my brother <laughs> no no <laughs> i from from the bottom of my heart you're you're so incredibly talented and um i have there's no no doubt in my mind that you'll be be totally fine yeah thank you for sharing your disney fandom with us tonight it's been great talking with you tatiana thanks yeah my pleasure well, that's all we got for you guys tonight. Thanks for tuning in and listening to our interview with Tatiana Lubov from the national tour of Frozen. Uh, my favorite character in Frozen because she's my sister. Thank you guys and be sure to tune in next week to Miles from Main Street. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please rate us on iTunes and subscribe. Email us at milesfrommainstreetpodcast at gmail.com with any thoughts and visit us on Facebook under Miles from Main Street. We'll be bringing more to you weekly and look forward to talking to you then. Until next week, remember, some live close, but most of us don't. So let's talk about it. (laughs) 